Welcome and thank you for listening to the Vegan Academy podcast. I'm your host Kuhn and each week together with another vegan expert, we help you to transform your life and thrive on a vegan lifestyle. But before we head into today's episode, let me share with you the audio course, Six Days to Personal Power, we just released to the public. If you want to learn the fundamentals on how to change your lifestyle consistently and take charge over your own life, then check out the link in the description below and use the code PODCAST for 50% off. So now let's get started with today's episode and enjoy listening. Welcome back, everyone, to another Vegan Academy podcast. I'm very excited for this one. A little bit nervous, to be honest, as well, because I'm going to try out a little bit of a different concept for you today. Because season two has started. You might have checked in with last week's episode, a very empowering one with Trevor Banerjee. And yeah, for this season, I have some different things that I like to try out. So first of all, I'm not introducing anyone else besides myself this week because I would like to use this platform to produce a little longer content to speak about some of the con- um, to speak about some of the topics that I'm really passionate about myself as well, and also to yeah just present myself to you to the listeners and share some of my thoughts with you. So first of all, let me say thank you for everyone who has been listening so far to all of these podcasts already. We're getting close to 500 listens, so I'm super excited for that. So thank you all so much for tuning in and the support that you have been giving me since that I started with this podcast. So of course, there will be a lot more guests coming. I did record already some very inspiring guests. And next week, there will be another normal, so to say, Vegan Academy podcast. But today, it's all about how to achieve better health, because that's the one thing that I really want want to help you with. So first of all, let me get into my own story a little bit, because a lot of you may heard my voice, may may know me a little bit from uh, my Instagram page, The Vegan Academy, but don't really know where I come from. So I'm Koen. I'm from the Netherlands originally, 30 years old, just turned 30 last two weeks ago, actually. So (laughs) very excited about this new year and all that that is ahead of me. My background has been mostly in health as well. I used to work as a personal trainer, but I will get into that in a little bit because the majority of my life I've been working in retail and mostly retail management. Since I was 16, I always worked in supermarkets back then in my uh, local village in the south of uh, the Netherlands, actually. And after not really knowing for sure what I wanted to do actually with my life, I was always interested in helping other people. I was always interested in giving service, but I also just wasn't really keen on the educational system and learning from books. That was never really my thing. So after like a field study after my, uh, my high school, um, yeah, I actually got offered in this local supermarket that I was working on to start doing a internship. So I was very excited about that. First of all, I was kind of skeptical. I really didn't see myself working my whole life in a supermarket. So I was like, okay, is this really something that I want to do? But on the other hand, I also didn't really know what else to do. And since I already had quite some experience, I was already 
like climbing up the ladder a little bit, so to say, as in uh, helping out and uh, doing some other things that a lot of the other people were not doing. Um, I kind of was like, why not? You know, I can build up experience. I can um, learn a lot about leadership and communication. And those are definitely my passions. And I definitely wanted to learn more about that. So I actually got into that. And the more I got into it, the more I started to enjoy this life of helping other people, coaching, but also the whole side of like um, commerce and yeah, helping customers, giving service in general, because that's definitely that's something that's in my blood. So over the next five to six years, I built up a career in retail management. I worked in big stores, very stressful times uh, to say the least. I yeah, came to a point where I was running a big supermarket in the south of the Netherlands. And yeah, from there on, things quickly started to go downhill, to be honest with you. Um, the supermarket that I worked for, I got good results in the beginning, but I also quickly noticed that the lifestyle that I was living and the way that I was working was getting, I was having a lot of impact on me, on my mental health, on my physical health, and just on my overall well-being and the relationships that I was having. Back then, I was in a long-term relationship and yeah, working 50, 60 plus hours a week definitely had this influence on all of that. So not only was I not really taking care of my personal health, back then I was a terrible eater, a terrible eater, I tell you. <laughs> For the majority of my life, until I was a, around 25, 26 years old, I hardly ate any vegetables. And especially the people that know me from 10, 15 years back, my family, my close ones, they know that for the majority of my life, I really loved eating just bread with Nutella. And that was like my main meal, my go-to thing that I was eating. And the hours that my dad spent to get me to eat things that I didn't want, they are, well, <laughs> I cannot even count them probably. And uh, he will be, he is very happy to have me now eating all these things. And even still today, if I go to my grandparents, for example, they still almost cannot believe that it's now completely the opposite. So to get back in the story of me working in the supermarket, I, like I said, I was living a quite destructive lifestyle. I was smoking a package of cigarettes a day. I woke up with a can of Red Bull. I was skipping meals, skipping lunch, just to have another Red Bull and two or three cigarettes at a time. And you can imagine that the level of stress was just getting more and more and more because I was not dealing with it in a correct way. And that also took its toll on the relationship that I was having, but most of all on the relationship that I was having with myself. I became kind of estranged from who I was and what I really found important in life. And I actually had at that point not really a clear understanding of who I was, what I found important. And it was also not that strange that not that long after this, uh, that adventure kind of ended in a yeah kind of unpleasant way where just me and the manager at that time kind of parted because our visions on what to do and how to lead the store was just so different. So after that experience ended, I really ended up in a, in a hole, in a black hole. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to start. And I just really didn't know. I found it so difficult back then. I was so overwhelmed because I had been doing literally something for 10 years straight and 
all my experience, all my skills were just devoted to that one job, that one career. So I was super overwhelmed. I felt very anxious. And the first logical thing for me to do was just like, okay, I'm just going to go on a holiday and just going to relax and see what is going to come out of that. So after I came back from that holiday, and it was also actually the first time ever going on a holiday all by myself, had this epiphany that if, if I didn't know exactly what to do at that point, that the one thing that I needed to do was start to take better care of myself. Because like I said, I was living a very destructive life, lifestyle. I was smoking a ton. I was eating very bad. I was stressing a lot. Um, even though fitness was kind of part of my life, I was, I was never really on the point that I was super, super consistent or getting really big results when it comes to fitness. So I felt that that was really the thing for me to start doing and start putting my attention and my time to before I figured out the rest of my life. So in that process, I actually went vegetarian pretty fast after that because I also got to know someone who was vegetarian, kind of introduced me to not needing meat to be healthy and also actually the negative opposites of eating meat and eating high animal, uh, high animal diet. Also because of my background in the supermarket, I worked with a lot of butchers. I see and I saw what was coming in. I saw what butchers and supermarkets did to me that was out of date, grounding it back up into uh, minced meat for the next day, even though it was, it was completely brown and would not actually being able to be sold again. Uh, I saw how meat came into the supermarket. So I always was kind of aware, but I never really understood the whole concept of not eating meat because this was just so normal to me. So from not eating any vegetables, how did I went to eating pretty much everything? Only vegetables, right? <laughs> that was a huge transition. And I tell you for sure that wasn't easy at all. Like it was actually a very hard transition to just learning to adopt all these new flavors into my lifestyle and figure out how to cook besides just making a scrambled egg because that was pretty much what I knew. In the supermarket, I was never eating much else than actually just, yeah, ready-made meals and pizzas and things like that. So I really had to start from scratch. But the reason why it, it was easy for me to do, or not easy, but the reason why I was so passionate and so driven about it was because I really believed that I wanted to get better. And at the age of 25, having ended a long-term relationship, having no clue what I wanted or what I thought was important in life. Like the thing that thought that dawned on me was how's ever anyone ever gonna want me, you know, how I'm ever going to be happy with myself if I'm living this lifestyle and how am I ever going to attract another person to like me for who I am. If I don't even like myself, that was a thought that was uh, very conscious at that point. Because of that clear thought, I was so driven to actually make a change because I wanted to be there for myself again. I wanted to be that person that I was proud of because of the decisions that I made in my day-to-day -day life and not eating any vegetables and not taking any care of myself and my physical and mental health well-being was definitely one of the things that was high on my list to change. So from not eating any vegetables, I just had to figure this out. I wanted to things that I saw was 
I'm just going to have to blend a lot of things up, you know, I'm just going to make a ton of smoothies and try that out. And I remember the first time me making green smoothies as it was yesterday, because I probably puked out all of them in the beginning. And especially when I tried to up the content of more greens and try to implement things like spirulina or chlorella. And if you have you tried it before, you know how absolutely disgusting that stuff can be. <laughs> so the amount of meals that I, yeah, that made me literally nauseous and the amount of meals that I literally flushed down the drain or through the toilet because I just couldn't, couldn't bear the taste was actually very high, especially in the beginning. And what really helped me to transition was, like I said, I had a very clear understanding of why I wanted to do this because I really wanted to become that better version of myself, but also because I allowed myself to make a ton of mistakes as long as I just improved little bit by little bit. And I really believe that that's the key here. A lot of us and me back then as well, and me still now, we have very big goals. We want to achieve certain things, but in order to get that, we really need to break down the process and just see what we can actually do right now in order to progress a little bit forward. And that was for me very much the case with learning to eat vegetables and learning to eat all these new kind of ingredients and produce that I actually never used before. So instead of just filling up and allowing myself to only eat 100% clean and 100% whole foods and going like 100% vegetarian back then straight away. I just allowed myself to make any mistake that I that was actually needed in order to get me forward. So I was back then using a lot of cheese to just cover up my vegetables and roast the hell out of them. I didn't care about the nutrients. I only cared about just eating more vegetables than I was doing before and just progressing a little bit. And even though I roasted most of my vegetables pretty much till death till there was no uh, <laughs> no sense of life in them anymore that really helped me just to transition through that phase and bit by bit i was using less cheese i was roasting them less i was putting more greens more superfoods into my smoothies and it took took a while though i definitely think it took me a good six to nine months to actually transition towards eating a fairly whole foods diet but if I look back at it, it still went kind of fast because for the majority of my life, over 25 years back then, I had been eating a highly processed, uh, mostly animal-based diet. And to go from that to dominantly plant-based was a huge, huge transition for me. So also not very unusual, I was actually starting to feel a lot better very quickly in my body. I used to have a lot of acne when I was younger and even still in my early 20s, I was having a lot of acne in the beginning, also because I was fitnessing and I believed all this bullshit about needing high protein, needing all these protein powders, this way to actually gain muscle. And that actually made me feel worse and worse. The more of these products I was using, the more I was rushing to the toilet, the more my acne would break out again. And the more I started actually to stop using this, the better I was feeling physically, but also emotionally, because I really believe that eating animal products is not just about your health as in your physical health, but it's also really about your spiritual health. Um, I really believe in karma. And what you put into yourself is not just only that piece of meat, but it's also really the energy of that animal and the way that it suffered. 
And if you believe in what for me was the most prior focus back then and still actually is, is aligning my actions with my attentions. And as long as you focus on that, you start to see that a lot of things you do are very contradicting. I was vegetarian. I didn't want to eat meat, but then still was actually eating a lot more cheese and dairy products because I kind of thought that I needed to counter out my amount of protein that I was eating. And I will do a whole video about protein very soon as well. When I started to see a lot of the documentaries and Cowspiracy was definitely one that totally opened up my eyes. I was like, wow, uh, this is so hypocritical what I'm doing. I'm trying to reduce my intake of, of animal products and I'm not eating meat, I'm not eating fish. I was eating very, very rarely fish. Um, I'm actually just increasing eggs and I'm increasing cheese and I'm increasing dairy. So how much difference with this am I really making? You know, of course, it's a step forward, but yeah, if I eat now more cheese and more dairy and all these kind of other animal produce where before I wasn't hardly actually using them, I'm not going to make such a big difference for the animals. So if I want to be compassionate and if I really care about what I put into my body and the energy that I put out, then quitting dairy and quitting animal products overall is just a thing to do. And not long after that, I actually made the decision to go fully vegan. I'm now almost four years into veganism. And I can really say I'm fully thriving, all healthy, still going well, still going good, not using any supplements or any protein powders, definitely not deficient. And yeah, that's, that's, that's my life, you know, like that's how I went from living this destructive lifestyle to where I am today. And I can honestly say it, it just not, has not been easy. Um, but the reason why I stick to it is because I have a very clear why, like I said earlier, I have a very clear understanding of why I do this and why this is important to me. And it's not just only about me, even though I truly believe that if you want to help others, you got to help yourself first because your health is always an investment. It's never a cost, right? Like so many look at, so many of us look at working out or making time to cook a healthy meal as, ah, it costs so much time. But the thing that is really going to cost you is if you won't have your health in the long term, right? If you end up in hospitals, if you end up really sick, then that's what you, what's really going to cost you. When I look around me, that's also one of my main drives is like I look around me and so many of my close relatives uh, have passed away or are having certain diseases that are very much related to the lifestyle that they live. And even though in the eyes of society, these people live a, a very healthy lifestyle, they're outdoorsy, they move a lot, they eat. Yeah, exactly what the doctors recommend. Uh, they eat a lot of produce, they eat a lot of vegetables, uh, but still they die and have the same diseases. They still have all high cholesterol, they still have all... Yeah, my grandfather died of a heart attack. My mom had breast cancer, passed away a few years ago. So that is definitely one of the main drive for me because I see so many people around us following these same advices, doing the same thing over and over again that we have been doing for 50 years and ending up with the same results, the same diseases. And to me, that's very shocking because 
yeah, by now we got to understand that certain industries don't care about us. They just see us as profit, right? Big pharma is not out there in general to help you gain your health because they're just putting on a bandage. They're just treating a certain symptom instead of looking at what is actually causing it. So that's also why I am doing what I'm doing because that is a very famous saying, give a man a fish and he won't be hungry for a day. But if you teach a man how to fish, he will never go hungry. And that's what I hope to do as well with the Vegan Academy is that I can show you what is all possible if you adopt a whole food plant-based diet, if you take better care of yourself, if you learn to understand the limitless possibilities that we actually have as a human being, that you're absolutely powerful and that you can achieve everything that you put your mind to. I really hope that through this series of podcasts and through what I'm doing with the Vegan Academy, I can inspire some of you to just take those little steps forward to achieve better health. And that's also what I want to go into now a little bit further as well, because one of the first things I would like to mention is that a whole foods plant-based diet is not only going to make you feel healthy, it is also going to do your body justice. Because if you know a little bit about nutrition, if you know, have a little understanding of how the body works, then you know it thrives on vitamins and minerals, right? I think nowadays, especially in nutrition and fitness, we over-idealize macros, right? We always talk about fats and proteins especially and how bad carbs are for us and i will do separate episodes on that because i can talk about just those topics for hours but the thing is is that we forget how actually important what's inside of that package we forget how important what's in that protein source we forget how important it is where those carbs actually come from or what kind of fats are maybe good fats and what kind of fats are maybe quote, bad fats, because that's also a thing. I personally don't believe that there's good foods and bad foods. All foods are just foods. That's one thing that we got to understand. And the sooner we understand that, the sooner we also let go of that negative feeling that we have towards a lot of foods. There are, there are though certain foods that will actually nourish you in the way that you want to. And there may be foods that contribute more to specific goals that you might have right if you maybe have certain fitness goals or you want to lose some weight well maybe some foods will help you get closer to that goal faster but it doesn't mean that you should never indulge on the more processed foods that you never should go to your grandma and enjoy that cake that she baked or that you should never go out to a restaurant and have a nice vegan fatty delicious burger because i do as well and i enjoy the hell out of it because the thing is it's all mindset and if you eat healthy food with a negative mindset it's good, still going to have a negative effect but if you eat healthy foods or uh, un, maybe unhealthier foods with a positive attitude and a positive mindset and you really enjoy it i don't think it's going to do that much harm to you in the first place yeah, when it comes to whole foods, the reason is that we thrive on these vitamins and minerals. And where are you going to get them from? Not from white pasta or white rice or white bread. Maybe in a very, very tiny amount, you are going to get them from whole foods. You are going to get them from 
starches. You are going to get them from fruits and vegetables and grains and sweet potatoes and greens and all these beautiful things that nature provides us with. Because the truth is that nature knows what we need, else it wouldn't be there. Everything that we need, everything that you need in order to be healthy, in order to thrive, in order to be your best self is out there. There are tens of thousands of species of edible plants and all of them have their unique properties and values. So also try to variate in that. If you want to transition to more whole foods, the best advice that I can give is just to start small and start simple. Start by focusing on your breakfast because if you can set the tone for the day, that will make it a lot easier to actually continue to stay healthy. Because I, you maybe have noticed when you actually went to a gym or when you did a workout that the likelihood of you after that workout going to <laughs> get pizza, maybe as a treat, huh? maybe you did, but the likelihood of you eating a very processed meal after doing something that is extremely good for yourself, like a workout, is a lot less likely. So it is this cycle of what builds on top of each other, this chain of uh, actions that build on top of each other that actually will make it a lot easier for yourself to continuously do those things that make you feel good and make you feel healthy and contribute to the goals that you have and contribute to achieving that better health. So start with a healthy breakfast. And what is a healthy breakfast is something that is as unprocessed as it can be. Fruits are very easily absorbed into the body and definitely something that i recommend eating in the morning because the thing is and especially if you eat early in the morning so i'm talking about in the first few hours after you wake up your body is detoxing so the heaviest processes for the body are happening in the morning it's getting rid of all the toxins that build up throughout the night and if you're going to eat heavy heavy food then it's making that process a lot harder for you and the body cannot really get rid of this uh, so easily and might actually hold on to it. So fruits or things like a juice, a smoothie with easy, high vitamin, high mineral, high antioxidant foods uh, like greens, like berries, those are super well to eat in the beginning of your day. And what comes after that already matters a little bit less because during the day, your body has also naturally a lot more energy to actually break down the food. And that also makes me want to quickly say that it is actually very important to not eat too heavy in the evening as well. Like we are very used, I think, to eating our main meal as dinner instead of as lunch, uh, even though it comes down to a few factors. First of all, in the evening, most of us don't do that much anymore. So we have actually used the majority of our energy already throughout the day, to work, to study, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, so in the evening, we are kind of tend to not be that active anymore. So you also don't really need this much calories. You don't need this much energy to be put into your body. And also because naturally the main energy of the day is over, it's also not that easily digested. Also, that's the third part of it. The heavier you eat, the closer you eat towards your bedtime, you won't be sleeping. You will maybe be knocked out for seven to eight hours, 
but you will not be sleeping because your body is using all this energy to actually digest your food. So these are the three things that I really recommend is to eat a light breakfast as something like fruits are always, always king. Um, a smoothie or a juice is always good. Or maybe make some overnight oats because these are also very easy to digest, especially if you eat a little bit later. I personally do like intermittent fasting. I won't go into that all the way uh, today, but if you like, I would, can definitely do a video about that as well. And yeah, then throughout your day, make sure to eat your heaviest meal in the middle of the day. Then eat a light meal. Try to at least two to three hours before bedtime, but ideally even before that. So those are definitely things that can immediately boost your health and help you achieve better health in the long term as well. And the reason why those whole foods are so important is because they come in their natural packaging, right? Nature presents everything in the way that it is intended by nature. But since we live in a society that is pretty far away from natural, studies need to tell you that eating whole foods, <laughs> fruits and vegetables is better for you than processed foods because they contain the whole spectrum of the plant, of the, of the food. Of the fruit or the vegetable or whatever it is or the grain the legume in the way that the body understands it because you got to understand everything has a certain dna so the more processed it is the body doesn't know this the body doesn't recognize this so instead of actually nurturing your body it's actually gonna fight the food that you're eating the more processed you eat so it's very important to stay as close as you can to nature but of course also don't overcomplicate it right if you stress about what you eat then you're already a step too far ahead so take it easy take it step by step and enjoy what you eat there are no good foods and there are definitely no bad foods as well so another thing that i really would like to say and this is something that a lot of us actually don't realize is a lot of the foods nowadays are heavily heavily sprayed on there has been an overgrowth of the use of insecticides and herbicides and not only has this a devastating effect on the ecosystem on the bee populations but this has a devastating effect on your health short term and long term as well it's very bad for the micro gut biome so it can create actually a lot of diseases in the long term as well but also it is proven that a lot of these herbicides and pesticides like a glyphosate is carcinogenic so it causes cancer and there has been billions of years of payout since this has been coming into court so it is very important to be aware what is actually sprayed onto your food because it is such a shame right if you are eating all these whole foods all these beautiful fruits and vegetables with all these minerals in there that then in the end or maybe even do your body more harm than good, right? If there's literally soaked in poison and this poison is all being taken into your body and taken into your system, then what is actually the benefit of these vitamins and minerals? These vitamins and minerals now have to fight super hard to fight the inflammation, to fight all these free radicals and toxins into your body instead of actually nurturing you. So that's why I really promote not only whole foods, but also to try and focus to eat more organic foods as well. And if you may think that organic foods are expensive, 
really depends on the country where you live in, I would say. And it is definitely the case that the bigger the market, the lower the prices go. So the more people tend to buy these things, the cheaper it gets. Which you see with veganism as well, right? The more people adopt the plant-based diet, the more people that go vegan, the cheaper the products go. I'm now living in Slovenia, and here the market is still fairly small. So the vegan products here in general are a lot more expensive than I've seen in Spain and I've seen in the Netherlands. Um, but the more people buy it, the cheaper it gets. And that's the same for organic produce. And like I said in the beginning, your health is an investment. Uh, as well, you invest in what you want to see more of. So if you want to contribute to the world in a certain way, with your money, you have a huge saying in what is actually happening. If you want to see more organic produce out there for a lower price, well, the best way how to manifest that is by buying more of that, going to your local farmer's market and pay some extra to the organic fruits and vegetables section. And of course, you don't have to buy all the fruits and vegetables straight away organic. I definitely do it with the majority of all my foods, especially with my bulk, especially with the foods that are on the Dirty Dozen. And if you don't know the Dirty Dozen, I would definitely recommend to check that out. That's basically a list of the foods that are, yeah, in general being sprayed on the most. And um, if you look at them, it's mostly all the berries. It is mostly um, apples and pears. It's um, yeah, leafy greens in general. And there's a couple of others on there that if you can already buy those organic, it will already prevent you from getting a lot of these toxins into your body and doing your body just a lot more, a lot bigger favor. So the last point that I briefly want to touch here to really achieve better health, and that's actually something that you can do without spending any money. So to counter effect a little bit the extra money that you maybe spent now on buying organic foods. And I actually, like, I would like to actually to say something about that. I don't think that you will actually end up spending more money. If I look at my own personal groceries, every time that I go to the supermarket, the stuff that is actually most expensive are all the processed foods, are the fake meats, are the cheeses, are the, the, the vegan yogurts, are the treats. You know, these things are way more expensive than just normal fruits and vegetables, normal grains and legumes. So if you focus more on whole foods, you will cut out a lot of the costs that you make right now. And at the same time, if you then buy a little bit more organic, I think you will end up just spending the same amount that you did before. And what can really help us as well is to buy a little bit more in bulk or maybe just make a good deal with your local farmer's market. Go for seasonal, which can really help because that drops the prices dramatically. If you have a bigger freezer, you can freeze in a ton of the things that you buy locally. And yeah, I think that helps a lot to cut the cost also. So the last point like, that I quickly want to touch here in this, uh, in this podcast, I hope you enjoyed it so far. It's, uh, it's me talking. It's actually fun to do it, just to speak out a lot of things that are on my mind and uh, that I'm passionate about. And I hope you can feel that. And uh, I would love to hear your feedback on this as well. So the last point all about digestion is actually three simple things that you can do to improve your digestion. And this will dramatically improve your health as well. Because we know, and if you've listened to the podcast that I did with Ian and Katarina, it was one of the most listened podcasts actually of last season. I think it was number 19. So definitely recommend to check that one out. 
it speaks everything about the gut microbiome and the connection, the gut-brain connection. So the immunity largely goes through your gut. So the healthier your gut is, the healthier you will be. So if you improve your digestion, food will a lot be, be a lot better absorbed and your immune system and your whole system will actually benefit from that. So three, thing, three ways how you can do that is first of all, by not multitasking when you're actually eating. So if you are watching YouTube videos, if you're doing phone calls or whatever it is that you're doing at the same time as you're eating, your body is not digesting properly. The same way was I, what I said with sleep and digestion. Like the more things your body has to do at the same time, the less it can actually focus on one thing and go, do that really well. So just focus, focus on your food, focus on your meal, really taste it, chew it properly, because digestion also doesn't only just happen in your gut, it happens already in your mouth and actually already start before that. If, that's why, for example, in a lot of cultures, like African cultures, a lot of Asian cultures, you see people eating with their hands because that's where digestion starts. The body is just a signal towards the body that, hey, food is coming in. So it already starts to produce more saliva, starts to produce enzymes that helps it break down. So the better you chew, the more mindful you chew, also you become much more aware of your intuitive hunger feeling when you are full, which also helps you a lot to not overeat and also be a lot healthier. So there's a lot of, lot of benefits in this. So focus on doing one thing at a time. Focus on your whole foods, focus on chewing your food properly. And then from there on, focus also on not having too much liquids with your food. Especially like, of course, if you're having a smoothie, this is already liquid. But also if you're having a liquid meal, having a soup or having a, having a smoothie, try to chew it. Try to swoosh uh, like you're doing like oil pooling, <laughs> like swoosh it around a little bit. Mix it with the saliva in your mouth so it already helps it to break down easier. That's definitely number two. So number two is chew your food properly and don't drink liquids with it at least for the first 20 minutes before your meal and 20 minutes after your meal and then the last one is i touched you already in the beginning is not eating too close to bedtime so at least two to three hours but preferably even three to four hours before you go to bed have your last meal and also make it not of a too big of a meal make sure that you have your biggest meal in the middle of the day because there you have the most energy to actually break it down. So I hope, really hope that this podcast episode uh, helped you a little bit to understand some concepts about whole foods, why it is very beneficial for you to eat more whole foods and to give your body really what it needs and what it deserves. And also a few things that you can actually do to achieve better health without spending more money than you do right now. And also by just implementing a little bit more mindfulness, because I really believe that it all comes together. Like if you eat more whole foods, it's going to help you to intuitively eat a lot better because of all of the processed foods, our hunger signals really gets distorted. So because our, that's, those signals get distorted, you don't really know anymore when you're actually hungry, when you're actually full. So when you start to eat more whole foods, those signals and those patterns start to build back up again. 
So it's a lot easier to yeah, intuitively feel what your body needs because your body always knows what it needs. Your body knows and we just need to learn to listen to it. So thank you very much for yeah, listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I really hope that you got something out of it as well. I will be doing a lot more videos of this just to speak my mind. Uh, the next video will be a lot about those macros. I'm going to go into protein because this is one of the most, yeah, misunderstood and at the same time most asked questions when it comes to diet and it comes to veganism. So I really want to share my two cents about that and hope I can help also there to answer some of the questions that you might have. So I hope that you enjoyed this uh, podcast let me know what you thought of it connect with me on instagram because i would really love to hear your feedback and your questions and how i can help you to achieve better health have a great day and make sure to be back for next week another vegan academy podcast <laughs>